wait, we should say putting the T in TLC. TLC. That's so, okay, well, genius alert. <laughs> Figure out the microphone situation. I got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah, I smell really good today. Something, something really powerful is that we're back. What's we're up? Back. Um, and I'm Obo Gilmore. I'm Sophie Grace Clark. We didn't introduce yourself on the last <laughs> no, episode. No worries. Uh, and this is TLC. Match me abroad. Woo. Um, hope you guys are watching along with us. We're a little bit behind. Whatever you guys are obsessed with us, so it doesn't even matter. And. Let's start talking about episode three. Real quick, did I ever tell you that this guy I briefly dated in college, whenever anyone would be like, oh, you're going to go study abroad, he'd be like, hopefully more than one. Like, of. <laughs> That's funny. That's a good joke. Funny. I'm so- Is he hot? Is he single? He's really hot, but he's no, he's not single anymore, unfortunately. That's- you just kind of ruined my day. I know. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> Hopefully so. more than one. <laughs> <laughs> that is really funny. Uh, and that's like when my... Famously, my degree is in international affairs, and I oh. famously spent five semesters of college abroad. And so, all, my Tinder bio basically the whole time was like studying international affairs. Want to help? Genius, perfect. Never yeah. before seen. And everyone was like, "She's so funny, hysterical, and also hot." So yeah, that's never been of... done before since. <laughs> Nobody's ever made that joke. I came up with it. Well, oh. no one's ever been funny and hot. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm the first to do it, and you're yeah. the second. So I'm trying. Only because I'm a little bit older than you. Yeah, so I'm following <laughs> your, my mentor. <laughs> um, yeah, guys. Actually, the big reveal is that we both have birthdays now, so we're actually both a year older. Oh Can you God. guys believe that? So old. we're now fourteen and fifteen. <laughs> I say with like croaky, <laughs> disgusting voice. <laughs> like I'm a 14 year old chain smoker. <laughs> I had a low voice at 14. So, uh, what what did you do this week that makes you wife material? What did I do this? Um, that's a good question. One that I'm not giving much thought to. Um, I'm about to get my eyebrows threaded, and that is doesn't it hurt. It yeah, but not for long. Oh okay. Eyebrows is okay. One time I got my upper lip threaded, and that was the worst pain I've ever experienced and that includes getting an IUD I'm dead serious so don't do that but um yeah I like to maintain my wily eyebrows and I think that makes me like Upper East Side wife material you know Ooh, Upper East Side gents where are you rich guys no I don't like wasps sorry I'm discriminatory she literally hates me no I wasp Yes, but no, you're not like a waspy guy. <laughs> oh, okay. That's a different. Oh, you hate my brother. Yeah, uh, it's fine. No, I'm always trying to set someone up with my brother. Is he? Like, does he like carry golf clubs around? No, no. My oh, brother went okay. to Wesleyan. That's okay. Then. <laughs> um, what do you do this week that makes you wife material? Uh, I'm casually dating this guy. Oh, uh, but I did make him cookies, so Damn. that's wife material, I guess. Now you're married. I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. Um, that's awesome. Episode three. Yeah. What? It's. I know it's all follows the song Matchmaker, Matchmaker, Make Me a Match. Find me a find, catch me a So catch. this one is Find Me a Find, I think, right? Episode three, Find Me a Find. Sorry, I'm joking. No, no worries. Oh, 
in case you guys didn't know, Sophie is Jewish and singing Fiddler on the Roof. Yeah. That'd be wild if somebody was watching this and didn't realize the names were references to Fiddler on the Roof. There's going to be someone. That's like my friend this week who they're asked like, me. They're like, this could make a great song, all the titles. <laughs> my, like my, friend was you, my friend who was like, oh, what's Oppenheimer? And I was like, what? Excuse me? <laughs> I don't know. I'm so jealous. She lives in a commune in Vermont. Oh. Uh, yeah. And we were talking about Oppenheimer, and they're like, what's Oppenheimer? And I was like, that's, I know, it's a similar that's cultural. Wild. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're starting on the Herald story, but uh, we're talking about his matchmaker, Fuck, what's his matchmaker's name? Katerina? Yeah. Katerina, and she's talking about how people aren't open about being on the spectrum. And she's bringing up a really interesting point that she works a lot with clients who are on the spectrum, which makes sense to me because, like, dating is hard in general. Mm-hmm. Dating in this day and age is all online dating. It's highly contextual. It's a lot of, you know, things that are particularly difficult for people that are on the spectrum especially when it comes to like app dating and stuff so matchmakers like being a service for people on spectrum makes a lot of sense to me they could be like that that bridge especially because it seems like katarina is into like not just matchmaking but helping harold grow like as a person yeah to be a good partner I, i like yeah i like how invested she is um and she's giving him advice and stuff so, like, she's straightforward, but she is, like, she's being honest, which yeah. is important. Um, but she's doing about to do the same thing that Juan did, mm. where she's sending Harold on a date with a tall, sexy, blonde girl, which is what he wants on paper. On paper. On paper. <laughs> and um, she knows that it's going to fail. Yeah. She knows it's not going to go well. So... You know what? I guess the sort of... What do they say? It's like, you gotta... Well, she said, um, give them what they want and then give them what they need. Yeah. And so, I think that, like, makes sense. Yes. And she's talking to him. She's giving him advice for the date itself. She says... She's... Funny. In Canada. Hilarious. (laughs) My manager is Canadian, so I just sort of check on the accent. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Me whenever I say August. Um, August. So she says, be yourself and to be an active listener, which is really similar to what we talked about last episode, where not enough men, actually every kind of man, regardless of whether they're on the spectrum or not, needs to hear this advice. Yeah. Be an active listener. Um, and that apparently is, us also, we, we need to hear that. Yeah, I really need that advice. <laughs> I can't remember anything. Not active listeners. Yeah. Uh, we're not even passive listeners. We're talkers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, Stanika's finally going on a date. This is like, like I'm saying, the show moves so slowly. Episode three, we're getting our first date mm-hmm. from Stanika. Um, immediately we see him, he brought flowers. Love that. Have you ever been brought flowers on a date? No. So, I have never been brought flowers on a first date, for sure. I uh, received flowers 2022 Valentine's Day. Huge. Yeah. First time I ever got flowers from a man. Oh, I, I think same. Yeah. Um, so that's really sweet that he brought flowers. We'll give him that. Yeah. I What I will not give him is the first thing he said about her in his uh, confessional was she has a nice shape. That, okay, our very that? good friend Chica yes. has a joke about a man telling her that she has a nice shape. Yes. And then to hear it in the wild, 
here in the wild is wild itself it's shape. crazy shape i and that's not the first time i've heard it for sure but it's also like hmm maybe we don't talk about her body when she clearly has body image issues as the yeah. very first thing yeah. you could be like she has a gorgeous aura or something like you don't have to she has a pretty face you know you don't have to be like body yaddy 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 yeah even though her body is hot like to be honest so but yeah. she's obviously it shouldn't be the main focus yeah um, the shape makes me think of like those kindergarten like the blocks and they try to put like the circle in the circle <laughs> thing like <laughs> yeah 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 um it's not good i didn't love him after that because that sort of gave me the ick that he said the nice shape thing and then he also was like i have lots of jokes and i was like oh god Oh, God. The amount of men that I've been on dates with that are like, I'm funny. All my friends say I'm the funny one. I'm like... Yeah, you keep being no. a try stand-up. Okay, then do it. Yeah, do it or don't. Go ahead. Do it or don't. Yeah. yeah. God. Um, <clears throat> we finally meet Mark, who was teased to us in the last episode. But we meet Mark. He's a 44-year-old. Oh, wait, real, can we go back to her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go back real to quick, just a couple things. Um, First off, again, like, it, the issue with her never being on a first date mm-hmm. is that everything that he does, she's going to be like, he's such a gentleman. Like, bringing her flowers, like, yeah. that is very nice, but that's not, like, an, in, like that's not an inclination of who he actually is. Like, maybe oh, even yeah. the matchmaker told him to bring flowers. And so she was like, oh, my yeah. God, he's Or TLC did, honestly. Yeah, and it's like, mm, keep, keep, your, yeah. keep your guard up. And then also, like, during the date, he started talking shit about Moroccan girls. He was yes. like, oh, Moroccan girls are too traditional. Oh, he wants yes. a partner. And I was like, that is a huge, huge red flag. I feel like I've said this on the podcast before, but to me, one of the biggest red flags as, as a white woman that dates people of, of all, uh, I was going to say genders, uh, also <laughs> genders, but um, like ethnicities, basically, um, races, etc. When they speak badly about the women of their own ethnicity, know. the biggest red flag I've ever seen. Yeah, it's awful. Because I'm like, you're okay. So first of all, you're brainwashed by european propaganda that that white is supposed to white features european features are supposed to be the most attractive and then also like you're a misogynist yeah your misogynist is just that your white supremacy is also winning over that like you think that (laughs) at least white women could you know like yeah and ultimately you're simply just talking shit about women yes like that's all you're doing it's not impressive mm, there's that one meme (sighs) fuck what is it it's a meme that's like, it, this is not related exactly to what we're saying, but it's like a gun and it has the thing on it. That what's that thing that goes on a gun that like makes it quieter or something? Oh, a silencer. Is that what it's called? Probably. <laughs> Two girls that have have no idea about guns. Never seen a gun in my yeah. life. I've <laughs> <laughs> never touched one. Don't ever want to. Yeah. But it's like, um, it it was like the the gun itself is like women, blah blah blah. You know, hate about women, and then the the silencer is like white women or like you know they're race women and it's like you're just you actually hate women but you're being oh yeah it's like when like comedians like a lot of male comedians make like joke well this is like a diff- i guess the this is a different thing yeah this yeah. is a different thing entirely but <laughs> where they're like oh well white women do this but then just like describe a general female thing and it's like oh you want to talk shit about women but you hate like, women oh, yeah, it's yeah, cool yeah. If, yeah yes that's a different thing but so it's a different thing like- entirely but um I guess our general point is that men actually hate women. Yeah. <laughs> Do any of them like them? <laughs> so does Women are kind of universally hated. Um, but yeah, especially men when they don't like, when they talk shit of women of their own race. I'm Biggest yeah. ick, biggest red flag. And like his own culture. Like he's just talking shit about his culture. Yeah. Like that's all he's doing. I'm, I'm like, like you're talking about your mom when you say that. You're talking yeah. about your sister. Like. Mm-mm. I like it. Anyways. Anyways. 
On to Mark? Yeah. We meet Mark. He's a 44-year-old. Um, he's douchey. Like, I don't know what to say. Like, he's yeah. like, yeah, I've been to 41 countries. And then what was so funny to me is right after he said that, they just showed a picture of him in Tower Bridge. Uh, yeah. And I was like, the most basic country that you could go to. <laughs> Ouch. Okay, no offense, but you know, <laughs> we've all been to London. I- yeah, who hasn't? <laughs> It looked like a good layover city. Like, what if he was just in a layover? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, if you've been to 41 countries, you've been to some, some ones that other people haven't been to. You yeah, know? not Like, London. show us something cool. I don't, um, and so I, I'm immediately kind of annoyed about this guy because he's like, he's 44, first of all, so mm-hmm. everyone knows. And he's like, uh, he's like, I'm ready to start a family. And I'm just mad that, like, men get to start a family in their <sighs> mid-40s. They get to be like, I'm almost 50. I guess I should settle down. Yeah. It's. If you want. If you want (laughs) biological kids of your own or whatever, and you're a woman or, you know, uterus however, you can't really do that. (laughs) You can't, like, meet someone at 44 and then hope to have kids with them. No, it's so. That's like. Apparently, there was some study. I don't know. Don't quote me on this. It's not a science podcast. <laughs> no, science. But like, if you're an older man and you have a biological kid, like they are more likely to have like neurodivergent like issues, like be really dyslexic. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's true. Don't quote me on it. <laughs> I know that that is the case for older women having having mm-hmm. kids in an older age, but that's I didn't know I it was older read. men too. Yeah. <laughs> Um, wait, how old are you? Are your parents old? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, my mom had me at 40. Oh. Yeah, I was a blessing and not an accident. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not That's an accident. So <laughs> um, yeah. I think my mom was 31 when she had me, so it's sort of a normal age. Um, and that's why I'm perfect. Yeah. With no, ideal. nothing wrong with me. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even think. Um, and so he's, he's weird about Moroccan women for sure. He's weird about Middle Eastern women. He goes, I love Middle Eastern women. And he goes, I've done a lot of research on them. Ew. What do you mean? Porn. (laughs) Literally. He's like, you've been watching Mia Khalifa. Yeah. 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 By research, he means. But he also, okay. He says that he got spooked. This last girlfriend was using him financially. Sir, you live in Arizona. He lives in Scottsdale or Phoenix, Arizona. Using him financially. Um, uh, he's gonna and he and this is the main reason why he's rubbing me the wrong way is that he's forty four and he's he's uh, obviously dating younger women. We'll yeah. see later, but the very first girl he set up with is twenty four, and he's like, "Wait, these women want me to support them financially entirely?" I'm like, "Yeah, dude, twenty four year old women don't date forty four year old men, and then also work." <laughs> We're not doing that. I, I listen. If you even like, I get I get people that like me on the dating app that I like the most. No free clout for the girlies, but anyone of any age can like you despite your preferences that you set. And I'll have men that are you know 40, 50 liking me, and I'll, I and if they're cute, I'll entertain it. I'll be like, hey, you look like a great sugar daddy. Yeah. They'll be mad. They'll be mad. I'm like, you, you thought you're, I like you're you? the one who's <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> he also okay. This is like. I think a point which is like more serious, mm-hmm. but he goes, um, he says families in Morocco seem really close and he really admires that. And I'm like, first off, okay, where do you learn that? But second, like if you admire the fact that families are so close there, like wouldn't it be really, really cruel to marry someone and like force them to move to Arizona with you? Yeah, like, especially Arizona. Me? Arizona. Oh God. <laughs> it's awful. But what is this? Twilight? Bella's mom? Yeah. 
moving to Phoenix, Arizona? <laughs> I'm just like, it seems like, okay, so you've fetishized this part of their mm-hmm. culture, mm-hmm. but then you want to rip them out of it. Like, that seems bad. Yeah. I don't like him. And I, he, he's using the same matchmaker as Tanika, mm-hmm. Nina, our, my queen. And, and, and Nina's already like, listen, I'm American and I know exactly his type. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's a frat boy in a 44-year-old body. And I was like, yes, girl. Say yes. it. Say it, say it, say it. So she knows what she's dealing with here, and I'm interested to see how she handles it. Because I want her to make money on him, but Mm -hmm. I also don't want him to be enabled to, you know, be shitty. Anything else to say about Mark before we moved on on to Natalie? Um, oh, well, yeah, so he, I mean, he straight up says, like, he has a fetish for Middle Eastern women. He's like, oh, they have long hair and great bodies. He goes, their complexion. I'm like, that's a fetish thing. (sighs) Complexion? What the fuck do you mean by that? And then this is also when Nina's like, oh, yeah, you can't be alone with a girl and you can't express intimacy in public. I would also be so interested to know if he likes Middle Eastern women with long hair and tan skin. How does he feel about their body hair? Yeah. Because I, I bet he's going to be a guy that's like, but she can't have any body hair. Wait, did I tell you one time? Okay, this is so intimate. So <laughs> listeners. Okay. This is Keep big. this to yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> but... Um, one time I like had sex with a guy and then literally as soon as we were done he was like have you ever considered laser hair removal oh my god and I was like is that a question no and he's like no it's just like a general like question is this someone that I know no okay good um I (laughs) (laughs) this is what we're dealing with in 2023 (laughs) (laughs) yeah Anyway, damn. That's a fun fact. Um, and let me tell you, I've had laser hair removal on my legs and my armpits. Didn't work. Whatever. Whatever. This is so pain. I'm almost like, I'm not like, whatever. I didn't You're not even hairy. No. Like, I'm looking at your arms right now. Can't even see Nothing. hair. You're like me. We both have like blonde yeah. kind of no, no body hair. But, yeah. He was like, oh no, I'm just like starting conversation. I was like, starting conversation about what? Not like, starting conversation. Anyway. Yeah. That's, that's for you to Don't know. Don't like that vibe. <laughs> no. <sighs> But okay. yeah, he's like, I'm worried about connecting to someone and not knowing what's there physically. And it's like, oh, you came here to fuck around. Oh, yeah. Like, you came here to fuck mm-hmm. girls and then leave. Yeah. And you can't do 20, that? 25-year-old Middle Eastern woman. Yeah. And you can't. And he's like, wait, I can't have a woman in my hotel room? Okay, mister. Yeah, you're well-traveled 41 countries. You didn't know that? Come on. Yeah. Come on. Is this your first time in the Middle East? Highly doubt it, based on everything we know about you. Okay, I'm not trying to make this podcast sound like an ad for Israel. <laughs> I'm not. Sophie's obsessed with Tel Aviv. Okay, Tel Aviv is everyone, but no, okay. Israel has a lot of complex issues. I'm not trying to get into a geopolitical thing right now. Please, please, please. <laughs> I understand. I do. I really do. I'm just saying, if you're trying to go to a country where you can more easily fuck Middle Eastern women. <laughs> Israel. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. There are not, like, purity laws in, like, Tel Aviv. You know, there's famously um, a, a couple on 90 Day Fiance that met on the American's birthright trip. Mm. And he's like, obviously, like a Tel Aviv guy. And um, they're like, and, well, and they were like, it was not love at first sight. It was lust at first sight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can fuck, like, in, you can fuck in Tel Aviv. Yeah. That's a birthright is a terrible institution. Like, whenever. I'll shut up. <laughs> I'm going to shut up. Um, should we make shirts that say you can fuck in Tel Aviv? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, Natalie. Uh, Natalie's in Colombia. I once again, I'm saying she's gorgeous. Oh, um, so gorgeous. 
and she's arriving in Colombia, and she is panicking because she does not speak Spanish. And she no. keeps asking everyone if they know English, which is hilarious. Um, and she's like, actually, I took Spanish in high school, and I thought it would just magically come back. <laughs> don't we all? Honestly, don't we all? Every time I hear a bit of French, I'm like, oui, oui. <laughs> yeah. I, well, you know, my whole thing with languages, I'm, I'm fucked. All the languages that I know mixed together. Yeah. It's like, I really want to meet your Thai friend, but I'm also worried that I'm going to speak half in French to her. Yeah, my friend. <laughs> um, and so she's, yeah, I'm like, get Duolingo, girly. And she's in the taxi. Finally, she got some money, which, why didn't she exchange money before she goes? Before she went, if that I, was, like, her concern. Yeah, I don't think she's prepared. Yeah, definitely not. Well, yeah. she's also 25. I mean... We're not always, we're not always smart about traveling when we're young. I famously left my bag on the bus with my ID <laughs> last week. That wasn't pointed, that wasn't pointed, so we just turned 25. Yeah, <laughs> just turned 25 and I famously left all of my shit on the bus. That's so funny. So. Um, yeah, no worries. Uh, <laughs> and she's talking to her taxi driver and she's like, yeah, I'm here to meet a man. I want someone who's a uh, Lindo. I'm like, oh, she knows that one. Uh-huh. She knows that one. Lindo, but also nice. I'm like, you don't know nice? Simpatico, is that nice? I mean, famously, the only Spanish that I know is Bad Bunny lyrics, so <laughs> I know how to say I have a lot of girlfriends. That's awesome. And that's awesome. Um, her whole... They're making her entire personality that she's awkward about being sexy. Yeah. And that makes me uncomfortable for a lot of reasons, but, like... Juan, who is her matchmaker as well, takes her dancing. Wait, I think he's into her. I think he has a crush on her. I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised by that. I think he's a little too old for her, but... Um, oh, definitely. I think he's just, like, not used to having young clients. Yeah. So he's, like, having, like, young, attractive clients. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like he's... Yeah. I don't know. I Well, to be honest, when I first, first saw him on the show, I thought he was gay, so... But... Maybe he's know. not, I don't, or maybe he's bi. I don't know. Okay. I, I'm like, bi people don't exist. Uh, <laughs> me, famously me. Erasure. <laughs> um, she has. She says she has a fear of being sexy, and I'm like, what was that meme that was like, ah, I'm so afraid of <laughs> being sexy. It was like you attract what you fear or something. What was that meme? Do you remember? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. I remember. Do you guys know what I'm referencing? I hope. It's like, oh no, not a tall, dark, and handsome guy. Yeah, uh. yeah, like that. Um, and I'm like, okay, me. Anything you want to say about Natalie? Um, no, not really. I mean, like, I get that, like, especially, like, if you are, like, growing into your body still and you yes. like, don't really know how to, like, use it, move it, groove it. I get it. Dancing but... is not for everyone. No. And I say this as a dancer. I, well, a former dancer. And it's not something that comes naturally to everyone and you can be sexy without knowing how to dance yeah <laughs> though it's but, sexier if you can yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, can you dance i'm a middle i'm a middle dancer. i was thinking about this because um i was recently talking to one of my friends and well okay so this is at our mic and i always do like sort of a sexy little boomerang because it's mm-hmm. my mic i'm gonna look hot in the boomerang obviously and then my co-host went up and she wanted to do a sexy one too and i'm like yeah dude go for it and she's like I don't know, like, I, I'm not sexy, you're sexy. And I'm like, well, this is interesting because I think anybody has the capacity to be sexy. Yeah. I think some of us naturally have it. I think, yeah, but I also think it's something that can be honed. Like, yes. I think it's a skill. That, That's like, why I said anyone has the capacity yeah. to do it, but not everyone is comfortable with it. I've been famously trying to get my game back because I've <laughs> not been on it recently. I, but 
I'm, get, I'm getting there. I don't even know, like, what it is. I don't know if it's, like, uh, I've always been hypersexualized for the most part in my adult life. Even, like, my college friend group, I was, like, sexy slutty one. Mm. Even though I, th- there were years where, like, I hooked up with one man the entire year. And I hooked up with him, like, twice, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. But I was still, like, the, like, I'm, you know, I guess probably because I'm curvy and probably because I'm plus size. But even that time was the time I wasn't really plus size. But, like. I think it's just like I, some of us have that air, and I don't. Maybe it's because my Lilith is in Leo, as if you, as if you know what that means at all. <laughs> Truly, you're making up words now. <laughs> your Lilith is your dark moon um, star. Oh, and, well, now that makes sense. And while Lil, okay, so Lilith is like traps men and sensually traps men, and yeah. Um, sometimes they can, but then sometimes like last weekend, like this guy was clearly trying because again, I left my stuff on the bo- uh, on the bus, <laughs> so I didn't have any credit cards. And this man was clearly trying to buy me a drink at the yeah. bar. And he was like, oh, like, I see you don't have a drink. Like, how come? Yeah. And then instead of me being like, oh, like, I wouldn't mind you buying me one. I was just like, well, it's because I left my bag on the bus and I lost all my credit cards. And now I can't buy anything. And then he was like, oh. And that's not sexy. Don't explain that you got robbed. But it worked. I mean, eventually it did, it did work. <laughs> I was like, I wouldn't mind to go set up. So it worked is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Um, Anywho. Stanika. Stanika. We're still on this date. I. Yeah. It's lengthy. This is a long date. Um, there's inconsistencies with the time of day with this date. They filmed clearly over like an entire afternoon and evening because right. when they're getting the goat head stuff, it's nighttime. Yeah. And then they'll flash to a confessional of him and it's daytime. And I'm like, you guys didn't even notice the lighting. No. <laughs> you couldn't have done an indoor one to make it a little less obvious. Yeah. I really appreciated that she was, like, open to trying the goat head. Because I, there's definitely some people, maybe even myself, I like to say that I'll try anything once. And I probably will have a tiny bite. But, like, I don't know. I, looking at that goat head and then eating it is not for the weak of, not for the faint of heart. No, I'm sorry. I'm not a goat. I don't like goat cheese. I don't like goat meat. It's just, like, not for me. Oh, goat I, and lamb I don't like. Those are the only two things I, I don't like. love lamb no. either. I, goat cheese is okay. I like feta. Um mm. But she likes the goat head. Yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, it's like, uh, what did she compare it to? I don't know. Pot roast or something. She's like, it's pot roast. That's too gross for me. So she liked it. That's cool. Um, I love that she's like, I'm not trying to build a bear. I'm not trying to build a man. She goes, build a bear, build a man. I was like, hang on. I would like that. Build a man. (laughs) If If objectively the idea of building a man as in build a bear, cool. I think what she meant to to imply was that she doesn't want someone that's a project she wants someone that's yeah. already ready which and is good. this man is 40 so he should be yeah but then again it's just like and it's not like it's not her fault but it's just because it's her first date like everything impresses her and it's just like yeah like she was like i love that he's taking charge and it's like it's a first date that he planned in his country yeah well did he even plan it to be honest the matchmaker might have yeah exactly so i'm like it's uh just Keep your guard up a little bit, girl. Like, just keep it up a little bit, because it's yes. just... I don't know. Um, and then he's like, well, I'm leaving tomorrow to give VIP tours. I'm like, is that true? What the heck is a VIP tour? I don't know if that's true. Like, I hope it's true. <laughs> She's asking him what his deal breaker is, and he says the most boring answer I've ever heard in my life. He goes, cheating. Okay, mm-hmm. duh. Yeah. Like, duh. Duh. That's not, like, a deal breaker in the sense that, like, you're trying to get to know someone. Yeah. That's, like... Don't cheat on me when we're in a relationship. Duh. But it was like cheating for who? Is he allowed to? <laughs> yeah, is he? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I'd love to know. 
she straight up asks him, do you like me? That stresses me out. Bold move. And that was brave. And that was really brave of her. Um, and he replies in sort of the highest tone of voice I've ever heard. Sure. Uh-huh. I, okay, in, in fairness to her, though, I gotta get better doing that. Because I feel like I'll be, like, in a thing with someone. And I'll be like, oh, I actually kind of want to know, like, do you like hanging out with me? <laughs> like, is this fun for you? Your joke that you have about that, it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's crazy. I, I, that is good. I mean, that is, like, you're doing the right thing. You're trying to get to the point. Because if, if he doesn't, there's no, ch- it's not worth seeing him again or anything. Yeah. Um, but I do think it's, it's just so funny. I, I don't know if I've ever asked that on a first date. Oh, first date is crazy. Yeah. In, a, in a kind of a good way. In a good way. Yeah, in a good way. You know, it's chaotic, but she she's getting there just faster than the rest of us. Uh, anything else to say about Stanika? No, I'm just stressed out about this VIP tour that he's giving. I just don't know if that's true. What do you think it is instead? I mean, maybe just like not. Like avoiding. Oh yeah, he might be. Yeah. He's been like, oh, I have work, and it's like, do I don't. I I, yeah, that's. I think that's because we like using the work excuse. (laughs) Well, I famously have major trust issues, and I don't trust anybody ever. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) But, I just like that seems very convenient to go on one date with her, and then all of a sudden have work. I'm like, that's just suspicious. Yeah, sus. Mm. Um, Susan. Oh my god, I love this part. (laughs) Susan is uh, recanting the date with Juan. And he fucking hates her. Yeah. <laughs> he hates her so much. She's going and she goes, Juan and I got off on the wrong foot. I'm like, whoa, you're hating him too now? You guys can't hate each other. It's never going to work. Well, I think she doesn't understand what he's trying to do with her. Yeah, definitely not. And then <laughs> she goes, yeah, I'm kind of an over-communicator. And Juan goes, yeah, you talk, you talk, you talk. <laughs> <laughs> I did love that part. I love that part. She also described the date as sub-zero, which I'm going to use from now on when I go on a bad date. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so basically she's like, that sucked. I didn't like him at all. And he was like, okay. Um, and then he's like, I've got another guy for you. He's not everything on your list, but he's good. His name is Carlos. And she goes, tell me of Carlos. <laughs> like, she, I don't even know, like, what? She's a... She's like a old timey princess or something like a yeah. a victorian princess and is like tell me of carlos i've never heard anyone say it like that tell me of is i don't yeah <laughs> like is she in shakespeare in the park this summer oh literally um she's really obsessed with hair what is her trauma around bald men i don't know she's really every time she's like he has hair I just like I can't imagine that being my number one question. No. My number one question is he hot? Equally as shallow, but you can be hot in bald. Yeah. Also, like, okay, so it means that they're probably not like super vain. If you're 44 and you still have a perfect head of hair, like, either you're genetically blessed from the gods. Yeah. Or you've like spent a ton of money and a ton of time trying to maintain your hair, mm, yeah. which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Like, that's not a bad <laughs> thing at all. But it's just like. Not having hair is not an indication of anything other than the fact that you don't have hair. Like, that's the Literally, only thing means. Yeah. I was, ta- I was talking to a guy once that I was dating, and um, he's not balding at all. But, and I was talking, we were talking about, like, male pattern baldness, baldness and stuff, and he's like, he's like, hey, when it happens to me, I'm just getting hair plugs. <laughs> he's like, I'm getting the surgery. I was like, okay. for you, if you want to. Um, but, yeah, I think, I, I didn't realize that was, like, a common thing that men would get, like, a surgery for 
to get more. It makes sense because I guess that's like kind of a number one thing that men are insecure about about their looks. Does it feel bad to not like a part of your body, oh men? Oh my god, it's so hard. <laughs> oh, something on the exterior. Oh. <laughs> not good. <laughs> um, Harold. Yeah. So he's getting ready for the date. He's got the chest hair out. Sure does. Pop he it. goes, well, it's more chest hair than I expected, but hopefully she'll like it. <laughs> sort of a spot on imitation right there. That no? was spectacular. <laughs> that was actually kind of terrifying. I'm actually getting into imitations now. Oh, yeah. um, we meet Teresa. She is obviously like a tall, sexy blonde, like he asked for, and very dry and very uninterested in him. She is the biggest stereotype I've ever seen. Yeah. Unbelievable. They found yes. her. Unbelievable. They're doing like a little paddle boat. Mm-mm, I'd rather die. You don't like that? On a first date? To be trapped on a boat with someone on a first okay, date? Okay, to be trapped on a boat is weird, and then you're also sitting side by side, so you can't mm-hmm. even really look at each other. No. I guess it would not. Be. Yeah, it could be a good second date. Second date, third date, yeah. very cute. First date? It is a weird first date. Uh-uh. I think TLC sick. probably just wanted them to do, like, something not oh, don't not dinner it. or whatever. Um, I do love the drawn rose. If a man drew me a rose, that would be so sweet. It was cute. Yeah. I was like, that's adorable. It's like, okay... It's not that he brought flowers. He also brought his own personality. Like, okay. Love, love that. that. <laughs> oh, drinks. drinks. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's funny because she goes, I was immediately not attracted to him because he's not tall. Yeah. And I was like, it's okay if that's not the reason you weren't immediately attracted to him. It's okay for it to be other things. Yeah. We're, yeah. But they're perpetuating the whole, like, only tall men... There's a, anyways. Anyway, this is where my my misandry comes out. So yes, all the incels who are listening to this, yeah, come come for me. Mm-hmm. I wrote, honestly iconic that she doesn't ask him a single thing. Iconic. Iconic. And that's us on dates, except for we're talking. Yeah. Um. I see myself in her. <laughs> <laughs> she should. I listen. We've all been in, on a date where we're like, we know we're immediately not feeling it. Yeah. From the second we see the person, mm-hmm. but you're still there somehow. Still there. You're still there somehow. Um, and they're talking about pets. <laughs> he goes, uh, my family had a bird for 30 years, uh, but then it caught a cold and died. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Hang on. First of all, birds can get colds Who knew? and they die of it. Oh, have men heard of this? <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, it was a, it was a sinus infection from peanuts. What? Excuse me? Was it an allergic reaction? What's happening here? I get sinus infections, but from other drugs. <laughs> hey, maybe this bird was sniffing uh, that PB2 yeah. powder. <laughs> it's crushing it up. <laughs> it's desperate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Harold's obviously still, still trying to figure out uh, how to do this conversation because she's not giving him anything at all, which he was unprepared for. Which he says, he's like, I'm trying to do active listening, but she's really not <laughs> saying anything. Um, they're talking about what, what they want in a relationship. Well, he was talking about what he wants in a relationship. And he's like, you know, someone, blah, 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 blah. And then at the end, he goes, and that we could be very sexual. And the face she makes after that, she's like, yeah. she's like, the face she made, she could not hide that face. Like, what she wants in a relationship is a green card. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> of course. Um, well, and then and then she goes, 
what's most important for you? And he goes, he goes, uh, your pleasure is most important for me. And she goes, not me. For me, it's also my pleasure. <laughs> I love her. She's an icon. Um, <laughs> she's wild. I, uh, <sighs> he did the same thing that Stanika does. He goes, do you find me attractive? To, crazy to say. On a boat. On a boat. To be told on a boat that I'm not hot. I'm jumping we're off both, the boat. We're both drowning. <laughs> we're both going down. I'm jumping off that boat. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. That was wild. Um, oh, my days. And it's just unfortunate, too, because obviously he's not picking up on, on the cues that she's not interested. Yeah. Um, and then after they're off the boat and he's like, I like her a lot, blah, blah, blah. I'm getting tunnel vision. I'm like, me. Me after a first date, I'm like, I actually am going to marry this person. I- <laughs> Someone signs into my DMs one time, and I'm like, we're in love. I'm tunnel vision, we're in love. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've never related more to Harold in my life than when he said that. Me and my singular obsession with Alex Edelman. Because <laughs> yeah. one time you told me I was funny on Instagram. Oh my God. Alex, if you're listening. <laughs> um, and then we have the most uncomfortable... Uh, dismount of a date I've ever seen where he's like can I have your number and she's like "Eh." and he's like how about I give you my number and she's like you know what Uh, I will find you if if I want I will find you I have a way oh my god two impressions in one show (laughs) (laughs) I'm flabbergasted you didn't know I had this in me did you no I'm really I'm transported to Prague (laughs) well this I'm very careful about accents because you know white person can only I can only do do so so many of them um and so I've almost never done accents my whole life, even in improv. But sometimes I'm inspired. And right now is the time. Yeah. Um, she's like, yeah, I, I will find you. I have a way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed with the witchy energy that that's giving off, but also the kind of don't ever talk to me again energy that it's giving off. Yeah. But then it's sad because he's still like, oh, I hope she still liked me. Ugh, I don't know. It's a really yeah. tough situation. I want I I am looking forward to a date that Katarina sets him up on that she thinks will go well. But it's also like because she knew this one would fail. We all yeah. Did. But it's also like that's again with like him being so autistic. It's like a very key characteristic of autism is not being able to read facial expressions. Yes, it's like that is like kind of the biggest thing about autism. Yeah. is not being able to fully read what someone else is thinking mm-hmm. through their body language. So it's just difficult to see someone on a date where, like, yes. the entire point of reality TV shows is, like, voyeurism yes. and, like, making fun of the situation. The and thing. it's like he does, TLC knows. He's in a different situation than everyone else. Like, all of us are like, oh, my God, how can he not tell? And it's like, yes. he neurologically cannot tell. He cannot tell. It's not, yeah. Yeah. And TLC knows that, and they're exploiting it. Yeah. Yeah, and they are. And TLC always expo- exploits. Yeah. Um, it's just frustrating, but, like, I feel like at, there are points where it's like, oh, this is good representation and this is really interesting. And there are other points where it's like the whole point of that scene was that it was an awkward date. And for mm-hmm. him, it wasn't because he couldn't tell. And it's yes, like, that and makes then, me angry. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, that's sort of the end of the episode. Yeah. Do you have an unmatched matchmaker this week? Um, I. Uh, let's see. I guess, you know what, Nina said, I think, is aware that doing that technique of, like, setting someone up with a bad person would not work with Stanika because she's so insecure. Yes. 
that like if it was a bad date she mm-hmm. would like lose her mind so I like that she you know she put in effort like this yeah. guy seemed like perfectly decent and so yeah. like, I had a good time and for a first date you know so yeah, like, you know, yeah. So. Um, I'm also gonna choose Nina but for the different reason that like she's not gonna let Mark I don't think she's gonna let his bullshit pass her oh, I think she yeah. sees right through him really easily um, and I like that. Um, God, can you imagine if we get Nina on the podcast? I'm, I'm finding her Instagram immediately after this. I'm so sorry. I mean, she's from Jersey. Oh, does she live in Jersey still? Maybe. All right. She's, we're getting her physically here. Yeah. Uh, in the next week before you move. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. No worries. No worries. Um, yeah. Um, who would you like to set one of these people up with? Okay, this is a cop-out, but I'd like to set Mark up with a therapist. <laughs> That's good. Just yeah. get your life together, man. Fix it. Fix your shit. Mm-hmm. I don't like you. Um, I would like to set up Susan with Elon Musk. Because I feel like he's everything on her list. He is. He's got hair, plugs. <laughs> yeah. Money. Rich. Yeah. <laughs> And she would love him, I think. Sketchy ties to apartheid. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's on the list. list. That's on the list. Absolutely. Um, so I do and I don't. What made you say I do about this episode? Mm. Okay. What made me say I do? Mm. That's a good question. I... Hmm. I liked that Katerina is making an effort with Harold and like she does seem like actually caring of mm-hmm. him like she seems like she's like wants him to find love and success and yeah. like is is being is going about it in a good way yeah I think. so yeah I like her I'm saying I do to Stanika trying the goat head even though she was yeah hesitant about it and then liking it um I don't I mean <laughs> Mark Everything about him. Everything about Mark, obviously. Um, you know what? I'm going to say a hot take because I'll probably never say this about her again. I'm going to say I don't to Natalie showing up to Columbia and being like, do you know English? Do you know English? Learn the mm. one phrase that is stressing you out, at least. Like Duolingo, Google Translate. Duolingo? It's- Literally, so- they're sponsoring us. I- <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's also like, if you know anything about the history of Americans in Columbia, not good. Mm-hmm. Bad. Yeah, famously. Actually. So if you're being like, oh, why didn't these people speak English? Probably because y'all didn't have a great reputation over there. Yeah. So, no, I agree. Hey, this is really fun. Fun. Fun stuff. We'll see you guys for the next ep. Ciao. Giving you a hand heart. Oh, plugs. Oh, plugs. Yes. Just like Elon Musk. (laughs) Yeah. Plugs, you can go to Turkey for really cheap ones. (laughs) Uh, what's a turkey teeth thing too? Everyone goes to Turkey for teeth for really? veneers and stuff. Yeah, oh. you haven't heard of that. No, but they're like kind of low quality or something. It's a whole thing. Mm. We'll Google it later. Um, my very very last bubble bath comedy show is this Sunday at the Stand, um, at five p.m. and we have people. That's seven twenty three, July twenty yeah, third. July twenty third, we have writers from Seth Meyers, from SNL, from other places that I can't remember at the moment. Me, famously. Uh, obviously. Um, I will be in the audience attending, so. Yeah, it's going to be a really, really, really good show. Star-studded audience. So if you like supporting live comedy. Oh, also because of the writer's strike and the SGA strike. Yeah. Um, we have people there who, like, are members of both of those unions, and so obviously we want to make sure that they get paid, and so all of our ticket sales 
are going to our performers, so please come and support. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I don't even have a date for my next Constellation Prize. Follow me on Instagram. I'm ThatOMGKid. I'm also ThatOMGKid on TikTok and Threads. Um, follow our podcast. It's yeah. TLC Podcast on Instagram. Huge. Um, huge, yeah. Slide into my DMs if you're hot. Mm. Um, and, yeah, do you want to give your personal Instagram, too? Oh, yeah. It's sophie.grace.clark. That's just my full name. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Bye.